It's not unusual when coaches first start their business to bend over backwards to enroll a client. But people-pleasing can become a reliable method of self-sabotage. For example, instead of setting firm prices, you let your clients set their fees to work with you, or you cave with the least bit of pushback. And it doesn't stop with fees. You might be letting your client dictate when you work or how you work. You never really wanted to work nights and weekends, but here you are. And it doesn't even stop with clients because when you get invited to speak or asked to be on a board, the thinking is, they want me and maybe I'll get clients, but too often it does not result in that. And there are reasons for that. What I know for sure from my own experience, bending over backwards in the beginning of my own coaching business, is that the faster you stop that habit, the better off you and your clients will be. Being a pushover won't help you get strong or succeed. You're listening to Prosperous Coach Podcast, a free resource for new coaches since 2018, created by me, Rhonda Hess. I have a talent for breaking complex things into easier steps, and I love helping you choose a smart coaching niche and launch your business with confidence. I began mentoring coaches in 2006 after five years of training coaches at Coach Training Alliance, where I designed the certification program. Subscribe to this podcast so you don't miss a thing. And don't forget to go back to the earliest episodes for incremental learning. Now, let's roll this episode. Hey, coaches. A lot of us were taught to concede rather than fight for what we want. We were taught to serve everyone else before we serve ourselves. Can you relate to that? And interestingly, often that personality trait of being a giver is what attracts people to become a coach. It's a big learning opportunity because in business, you have to set your business up for success, not concession. My Enneagram number is two, the helper. (laughs) When I started my coaching business, the downside of that default mode was in my face every day. And it has taken me many years to learn to set strong boundaries and be guided by values other than service. Don't get me wrong, it is a great strength to be service-oriented, but any strength overused becomes a weakness. As a business owner and professional coach, you need to grow other strengths and modulate tendencies to over-deliver, over-extend, and cave in to other people's desires even your clients' desires, and especially when it's at your own expense. Find the full transcript for this episode and other resources for coaches at prosperouscoach.com slash 218. Look, if you are people-pleasing in your coaching business, then you've been people-pleasing for a long time before this. It's an old habit that has long since lost its value for your life. Although it may have been a great coping mechanism when you were young. You know the saying from Peter Drucker, how you do anything is how you do everything. Well, I think that applies to both positive traits and habits and also self-destructive ones. There are three things that will reveal if you are people-pleasing in your coaching business. One is 
you feel overwhelmed because you are overextended in many areas of your life. Number two, you feel resentful because it seems that everyone else gets what they want except you. And three, you might even feel some shame because deep inside, you know you have repeatedly given away your power and that doesn't feel good. And it's not good for you or anybody else either. So please know that you are in good company and that you can change this habit. If I can, you can. Like any transformation, it's about being mindful and correcting your knee-jerk reactions, one thoughtful response at a time. Now, you may need the support of a therapist and or a coach to help you stop people-pleasing. I certainly did. Here's an affirmation to say to yourself every day. I act from my personal power and do what's right for me. I act from my personal power and do what's right for me. This will not make you a bad guy or a selfish person. You will still give where it's 100% appropriate for you. But giving only when it is right for you will help you love your life and love your business, which will ripple out to all the important people of your life, including your coaching clients. One of the things I teach my VIP clients is to set up their coaching business in a way that serves them well, while it also serves their clients. I encourage them to be guided by their ideal vision, to stay picky so they end up with a business and life they love. Here are three ways to set yourself up for success in business. Number one, set fees that pay you well and stand by them. Never discount. Don't wait for some point in the future when you think you'll be experienced enough to do this. Do it now, even if you are a new coach and hasn't even had a paying client yet. Number two, set up your calendar for working with clients and running your business in a way that fits your ideal lifestyle. Fit your clients into those slots instead of fitting yourself into what your client wants. Don't work weekends and nights unless you have to because you have a day job and you want a side gig for coaching. Do what will make you feel like you have a wonderful life with open time for you, your family, and friends. And number three, say yes only to clients and opportunities that are a perfect fit for you and only after giving yourself ample time to think about it. If you want to give talks to attract clients, then create three keynote talk titles and talking points that will help you attract your clients. Don't give talks on other subjects, even if asked, unless it is something you can repurpose later. Then give talks only at events where your target audience is at least 80% of the event's audience. That's how you really leverage your time. I did an episode, episode number 21, called How to Spot the Right Opportunities for Your Coaching Business, and it goes into more detail there. Find that at prosperouscoach.com slash 21 or on your favorite podcast app. It's all about setting up what I call success criteria, so that you have guidelines given by yourself for what you truly want to say yes to. You can have it. Be in the driver's seat. 
stay inspired, and make things happen. Thanks for listening today. You are awesome, and it's time for your coaching audience to know that. If you're getting value from this podcast, please share it with other coaches. Your kindness will come back to you. Learn more about how I help coaches choose a smart niche and launch with confidence at prosperouscoachblog.com. Joel Bass wrote my theme music. Thanks, Joel.